Welcome back to session 11? It's the last session of the day. I think so, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we skipped nice the prior week. However, everyone except so for Sarah nice has moved to a new profession. We'll catch you up outside the game. Wow. Sorry, you're gone. Um, Under your we'll, we'll get you, I know. <laughs> we'll get you taken care of, though, uh, outside of the session. So we've already rolled initiative. We've already determined fortune points. Maybe we should talk about like starting with Adam. Let's talk about what's Pepistrella's new profession. Or what you were than what you're now, what you are now. Uh, Pipistrella was an Auspex, and now she's an Augur. Like, <laughs> an Augur for yeah. plumbing? Yeah, she's, yeah. A, she's just a tool. <laughs> tell, tell, yeah, tell, that is plumb crazy. Augur. Yeah, uh, she uh, is now even more a follower of the custodian and um, now would typically be the point in Zweihander where you would choose a god to follow and get their um, blessings but um, because we're showing a little bit of um, what's to come in Divinity Unleashed um, that's why I had access to this? some of it before uh, so the professional trait um, is I can if we see a body I can touch the body, make an um, incantation test, and I'll learn three things about that person's life. You did have that. Yeah. You did that before, didn't you? Yeah. Um, or, or well, could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, tell us about Guillaume's old profession and new profession. Uh, so, yeah, the, the my old profession, or Guillaume's old profession was as an investigator. Um, and now, uh, after after living some some rough and rough and ready living with uh, Toma and, and my boy Clovis, uh, we 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 switched up, um, and I will now be a pledged guard. Um, so trying to take my toughness and keep folks safe. What's their what's the trait do? Ah, yes, my trait is the enforcer. Uh, so if I'm engaged with an ally, uh, and they take, um, so sorry, there it is. Uh, when engaged with the ally, I can make a coordination test if they fail to counter, parry, resist, or are able to do nothing. I can spend zero AP, make a coordination test, push them one yard away uh, from the engagement. They suffer nothing. I would then instead take the suffer, whatever whatever to be suffered. So, yeah, I will suffer. I suffer. <laughs> he's such like an emo look. He's got a hood of a hangman on him, but he's like a generally bright, happy dude. <laughs> Such an emo vibe. <laughs> Close. Watchman first, sailsword next. Nice. And then uh, dog of war, which I think everybody probably knows at this point. No serious injuries. Seriously? And, seriously. Seriously. Are you being serial? Serious. And then, of course, uh, is it tough? Tough as nails comes as one of the traits. So you take that and you. No modern, and no, no modern either. Is. Why no serious? <laughs> oh, Which is that? So you can only but go I'm from life to death. No, no, no. <laughs> injuries. So he yeah, can no, ignore. I ate modern and grievous. Modern and serious injuries. Oh, okay. Don't get, you don't get injuries until grievous. For the cell sword. Oh, shred yeah. it all off. That's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of jokers, Toma. Toma. Talk about your new Toma. What is Bailiff, and now he is an armager as well. The armager's uh, professional trait is Iron Citadel. Every time you suffer damage, not 
go down the damage condition track, but suffer damage from a melee weapon. Temporarily increase your damage threshold by plus one cumulatively, lastly until you are slain or combat ends. You must be wearing armor with a heavy quality to grant this advantage. So any damage? Like even if they don't beat your damage threshold that goes up? That's what it says uh -huh. in the book. That's crazy. And that's plus one each time. Plus one each time. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. That's you can't kill me! <laughs> I'm just going to throw Tamon in front of everything. That's right. Yeah. And if you miss, is, is he almost dead? Drag him out. That's right. And drag him out. That's right. <laughs> Pony up. Uh, and finally, a spell set. I went from Pioneer to a Man at Arms. I have the shield wall. When engaged with an ally, they and they fail to parry or cannot do so, you may immediately parry in their stead for one AP. If successful, they suffer no damage. I always have a shield. So a pledged guard and a man at arms walk into a bar <laughs> with a character, and they essentially kind of render in with an armature, and they kind of or you very easily pair up characters to like repel attacks. And if they get hit, then you can just throw yourself in the midst of it. No. Yeah. Man, you guys are gonna be protected. You kill me. Let's go. Let's right. go, Epi. So <laughs> Epi. Let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> mm. Damn it. Nice work. It's Gleom. Gleom. What was just what was your character's last name? Uh Bivouac. Bivouac, that's right. Quite literally now, because he is uh, a <laughs> pledge guard. Yes, indeed. Um, so let's turn to last game session. What happened? You're definitely in the you're definitely in the bell tower. So I I scaled the the wall and went up to this massive bell and was just ready to cut it down and destroy a person, a giant. Yeah. Brosif, dude. Someone had to go and talk to him. But yeah, instead we, 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 we met we met our old friend, Mr. Big Hat. Oh yeah, Mr. Big Hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was the I was ready, owner. but we didn't actually do anything. We we conversed with the man. Well, the we haven't decided hat. to do anything. But Mr. Yet. Big Hat, yeah. So we're kind of like in that conversation, and he stepped out of the light. <laughs> or he stepped out of the circle. Stepped out of, because he was sitting kind of in this circle, very stoic. And uh, who talked to, who was talking to him? Everyone. Yeah, Everyone. We, well, except for me. Yeah. Which learned about the lamplighter. Yes. Who was, uh, turns out, in a former life to be the Darius Morgrave? More? Morgrave. Yeah. Morgrave, thank you. Uh, who owned the now <laughs> settlement that we're using or building. Is he alive? No. Is he dead? Is he dead? No. 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 Also no. <laughs> he is, uh, he is, is in some way else? kind yes. of enslaved or at least broken to believe that he has to continue ringing this bell for what is going to be eventual salvation from the Mister of Light. Yeah. Uh, and are we? And we were trying to try to convince him that perhaps maybe we don't try and pretend this guy's a god and try to convince him that maybe you should help out other survivors for us. And Pip Estrella said, well, you know, oh, that's right. we need to make sure that you're safe to bring back or that, you know, I can accept, I can accept <coughs> you being here. And if you cross this line of salt on the ground and don't get hurt, then we got no issues. We cross the line. Yeah. You got hurt. And, and what is what does that mean? We'll build a line, Darius. Uh, so that essentially to <laughs> like, 
her so besides the mechanics like her belief is that like if you if you are like something that the custodian would abhor then it will hurt you right and so like mechanically it's not nothing supernatural can cross it without um getting hurt but for her religious beliefs it's that it's Anybody something that the custodian cheating the custodian, custodian is that yeah. that's kind of yeah. how you explained it yeah, yeah. rob the custodian of rob the custodian. Yes. yes of what of what was her due his soul soul yeah. or his body his body, his spirit, whatever. Sorry, whatever. You, okay, yeah. soul. Yeah, because yeah. I remember the soul the spirit remains. Spirit. Okay, yeah, but the right. soul still burns. The soul, oh, yeah, the soul the will pass of souls. Yes, <laughs> That's right. yes. Yeah. Um, so does Pipistrella now hate this person? We don't know. That's kind of. We weird. actually <laughs> had a bit of a. We had kind of a. We kind of stopped because it was a critical point in the conversation where there was discussion around what to do with the lamplighter, and I think we should actually just pick back up. Julie. Oh. Well, we'll we're Thank gonna pick close. back up where we left off because you had to step away um, that night. Yeah, did night. that all happen in the hour that I was gone? Yeah. Jiminy Christmas. So we're gonna actually give everyone an opportunity to kind of go back and interact, and um, so we we find that the there is darkness. Imprisoning me. All that I yes. see. My old friend. In in the in the top of the the bell tower, there are these large open shutters that look out over the city, this distant gray mist that lingers among the tops of the buildings that you would first mistake for perhaps the curls of smoke from chimneys, but no, it's just the mist lingering throughout this unnamed city and the light of the sun cannot seem to penetrate inside this massive bell tower. Despite the fact you can see perfectly outside, it's almost like uh, the darkness is swallowing the light inside here. Um, before you, in the middle of the, in the uh, bell tower, is this man who's easily nine feet tall. I mean, if you were standing on your feet, he's, he's like this. Very tall. You recognize this man almost instantly, Susperianza, this person, because uh, he was the one who was lunging toward you in the street, yeah. and came, and so came with him the throng. The thing you remember was trying the, to save you. Yeah, you he seen, wasn't trying to save me. Ah, that's what he said. Trying try to save. We'll get to that. Yeah. So he is dressed. He's he's thin and dressed in clothes that have kind of been moth-eaten and rotten. Imagine like what a scarecrow may look like wearing the robes of a priest but they've been soiled and frayed on the ends and where his face would be there is an absence of light there are no features there's only two smoldering white pinpricks that everyone swapped and blink like Corco um, but he wears this very broad sun hat like a witch hunter's hat and in one hand he has this long lamplighter's pole, like a lantern pole. At his feet, he has a storm lantern, like what, like one would find on the front of a carriage, just resting in front of him. Where he's standing, particularly from your your vantage point, as Spittle said, you notice that he stepped out from beneath the bell when he crossed the line. Uh, that is that Pipistrella when you would cast your spell, and we pick back up where we left off like from that moment 
when he kind of begins to explain what he did. And we kind of came to a crucial moment where we needed to decide together, like, what to do. So he doesn't seem to approach. He will give you the time that you need to speak amongst one another. But you sense that even within this place where he has agreed to converse with you, there is still an air of danger. There's a sense of something around here. That's right, because you still have the uh, grave spider somewhere. Yeah, something is clattering up inside the bell. And then off in the distance, the shade that was grievously wounded um, lingers lingers along the edge, the periphery of your sight. The lamplighter himself is actually lightly wounded when he crossed the the line of salt. I'm going to utilize my wren again uh, as to keep quiet. Okay. And I'm going to say the exact same thing I said last week. Give me the go, and I'm going to send it to Pipistrilla. And that's... So that's the sound of I'm, I'm clattering just, angrily on a keyboard. I'm just, just sitting holding sweet. on and ready. I uh, just seeing, seeing this nine-foot-tall man now lightly wounded, willing to cross this line, I am looking at everybody uh, and saying, well, that is good enough for me. I say he comes home. He's, he has something to teach. He, we, if we can show us how to get around the hordes without them gaining, on, gaining attention, I am all for it. He has knowledge and ability that we do not. Oh, uh, yes. He did and he did say that he knew one of the secrets of Soma to move among the throngs of the damned, that he had that power, that secret that he would so reveal to you. And he was on the edge of potentially moving survivors towards us. Trying to convince him to not keep worshiping people with power, but to actually decide to you know, help people that are being crushed. It sounds like he needs us just, well, he needs us not to kill him, and we need him to tell us information. So, in exchange, we should ask him for the secret, but not bring him into our group. He tried to kill me. But, but still kill him. Let's, let's just kill easy, him. Easy, easy. Let's just kill him. I'm with you on this. He's a half-dead person that we've never met. Why do you want to kill him immediately? That ain't natural. I don't like it. Well, we need to understand what our what's in our world. We have throngs with that aren't that have no conscience, and then we have a half-dead person, and we don't understand where we are. Not half. Undead. He was. He has rot. If even if it's not his fault. He has robbed the custodian of what is her due. I hate to bring up what we have perhaps just experienced at the base of this tower, but should I bring up Brother Walder in this moment? Brother Walder. Everybody does. He was already I was. In, I was wrong. Yes. I will have to pay for that. Just asking that perhaps you don't speak with such authority if we don't have that much knowledge to begin with. We but checked. it was proven. If you like, I, if, if, if we do decide to do what is right by the custodian, I can start for, yet again, Where's if the this custodian? is not what... Where's the custodian now, while we live in purgatory? Where is she? Why, she has been here with us the whole time. Why live by her laws when 
we've all been hurt and almost dead, and some of us might be dead a little. You may have been hurt, but I have not. I have, oh. I have kept her faith, and she has always been beside me. So we should all go by your God that's not going to protect us. You have your free will. You can do whatever you wish. Well, I wish to not follow your God and their decision making. Now I would like to be friends with the strong, tall man that tried to kill me. I was gonna say, what a turn! Miss Millicent is up, like, clinging and, like, rolling her eyes. <laughs> and making the most quiet what? sigh possible. Uh, to quote our incredibly charismatic friend Clovis, the, the gods are dead in Galileo. So, if we're making decisions on something that may or may not exist, I don't really like it. Oh, I don't care about the gods. Fuck the gods. I mean... The martyr's balls, the <laughs> steward's foot, I, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, you know, say your words, say whatever you want. Clovis, what would you say does matter? Perhaps people? Perhaps trying to help people and save them as many as we can? That's exactly what I've been trying to do. The man below, I'm sorry, he said all the wrong things. I don't feel bad that he's dead. He wouldn't have fit in anyway. Let's move forward. This thing can't come with us. If he can tell us something, that's fine. He can help us on our goal. He doesn't necessarily have to come with us, but if he can help us in our goal. How the goal can you is decide simple. to kill a man down there and and be regretful for it? Oh, I'm not regretful. Not you, but us. And then now just kill this guy too? So you want to just kill everybody? I have a question for you. I didn't kill the man downstairs, <laughs> but... Are you, you know, honestly, I mean, you could, you could Are you honestly asking so, because you, you want, want to know the answer or because you were trying to cause strife? I'm not trying to cause strife. I'm trying to understand the gauge at which we judge anyone or anything. And so far, we judged someone on the custodian who was an innocent person we killed. And yet again, here we are judging someone by the custodian standards. I tend to agree with the custodian. Uh, the first no. one, the first one was my fault because I did not, I did not bring the custodian into it. I thought I wished. I thought I knew what she wished. If I'd have drawn a line in sand, and if I'd have drawn a line of salt for him, who'd have passed over it, and it would have been fine. Lay the salt down and let me walk across it and see what happens. Salt's there. Salt's right there. And I'm gonna go walk across it. What happens? Can I see the effects of the spell. Yeah. yeah. This is Getting a little deep, and I like it. It's awesome. Hit the big red button. As you draw closer to the line, you feel this, these threads, almost as if they're attached not to your flesh or your clothes, but somewhere deep inside your soul, within your heart, within your spirit, that seems to not permit you to pass forward unless you succeed a resolve test. What, what difficulty rating would this be? Uh, probably standard. I don't recall what the... Uh, well, actually, it was, it was probably hard because you cast it easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hard. Hard? Oh, we don't... Okay. Are the... Hard resolve. Oh, they're over here now. Okay. Yeah. I am over my number, so... You I find that you cannot pass beyond the line of salt. 
Well, at that moment, Pipistrella takes out her holy symbol and she holds it in front of you and says, Be gone. Get back to the root of the well of souls with you. And she casts Turn Undead. And she what? Casts the spell Turn Undead. On Suspiriante? Yes. Okay. You're trying to kill me? I am. Holy Turning already? Uh, that's going to be probably a challenging test. We're going to channel for three steps. Oh my god! <laughs> you challenged this guy. <laughs> you kind of walked into this one. Mm-hmm. I, send, I send my Ren to Clovis, <laughs> and, I, and I just say, holy shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's yeah. see. So now it's going to be easy. And that's going to be um, 86. Okay. And an 83 will succeed. Okay, roll damage. And Before zero sixes. Everyone else, listen to me. I have a soul. I'm sitting here and I'm breathing and I'm talking and I'm working with you. That's between you and the custodian. The spell, the salt doesn't work. Look, you have a crazy person telling you what you're, go- you're How much supposed to do. Does she suffer? Nobody passes the salt. Someone else should try. 22? Oh, damage. Um. At this moment, you see the lamplighter step back and the, the eyes kind of widen. And there is a pause, and he taps his staff on the ground. I told you, we're all trapped. And he steps back, but he tries to step. He tries to. He begins to walk forward beyond the line of salt. Yeah, that was... I'll try to step over the salt. You want to step over the salt? I mean, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Where are you at? Da- Hold on a second. Pause. Where are you yeah. at? The damage condition. I'm you're seriously at? wounded now. I am. What did she? Hold on. What did she roll when she instead of injury? Is that she finished? Okay. Yeah, you feel a searing pain. You want to step over the line? Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. somebody else step. This is bullshit. I'm pushing Pipistrella into the line. <gasps> Whether that's by whip, takedown, and force three yards or oh, whatever. No, I mean, we're going by. But like, I think we should go by oh, initiative, no. actually. Sure. So, Clovis, you <laughs> have sword in hand. And the, the and the and I've the, already walked across this. The, la- the lamplighter is standing right beside you. And as you approach the line of salt, I've been waiting for this moment for 10 game sessions. Make a hard resolve test to pass it. Oh. Nobody has passed beyond a single line of salt in 10 Son of a bitch. bitch. In the temple below. In 10 game sessions. So the first one someone did? Yeah. Make a hard resolve test. Okay. I don't know what that is. Oh, you. Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 24. 47 doesn't do it. Okay. You find that there is something holding you back. It almost feels like somebody has raised a shield or built a wall or something physically holding you back from passing beyond the line of salt. You can see it kind of begin to scintillate in the air, almost looking like akin to look curtains suspended in the air that seem to take shape. I'll, I'll take my sword butt and try to... Your sword passes clearly through it, but as your hand gets toward it, you can feel like a, like a, not a burning, but like a something incredibly painful, not within your hands, but within your, within your chest cavity. 
I'll go, as I'm bending over in pain, I'll look at Pipistrella and I'll say, are you just among demons? I would still like to push her into the line. Yeah, she would have done that, but if you want to go ahead and push her, I do. Yeah. No, I mean, if, if you're going to go do it. Yeah, do it, she's going to test herself. Pipistrella, you, you take a, a deep breath. And you you find somewhere within deep within yourself uh, to begin pressing forward. And I don't think you need to make a test because it is technically your own spell. So you just tell us what happens. What do we see? Pipistrella steps over the line as there's a, a slight gray flame that um, uh, surrounds her and it hurts her, dealing. Uh, nine damage to her as she goes from moderately wounded to seriously wounded and at that moment she looks around at everyone and goes and jumps out the window to kill herself <gasps> is uh pipistrella say a yard from me at that point so let's let's talk about this for a second <laughs> So what so what makes the most sense narratively here, Adam? I'm gonna spend any fate point I can to kill Pipistrella. Okay. We can Every save single her. one. What's that? I, I have two fate points I'm willing to spend two to kill her. Okay. Mm -hmm. She needs to die. Wait. She would never live with this. Can I use a fortune coin to change the scenario? Not that no one can have anything up to you. I want this to happen. No. What's that? I want it. To, I want this to happen. Holy sh! Okay. Pipistrella, clinging, runs toward the window, and she plummets. And you can feel the wind rushing past you. I mean, nine yards. remember when that, he knocked those, those nine yards ducks between the holes? True. Yeah, true. There was and that was, that was, that was even further down. There was darkness. Darkness. Oh, I think it was like nine yards a level. I think that's what it was. I was like, we're on the third or fourth. Fourth. Fourth, so nine times thirty-six. And there is a, a moment where you all kind of looking disbelievingly beyond and <laughs> Pipistrella. You awaken somewhere else, somewhere you've been before. As you look around the cavern, at first there's shadow, and then there's a faint light of candles burning along the top of a stone sepulcher. It's almost like the, the mist has been parted for a moment as you awaken and you're holding your sacred remnant, which is? Which is Benicia's Wimple. You place it around your head, and you know you've been here before. This is the place where you would come to bring the sacred remnants away from the Brass Paladin. Okay. Well, she is immediately going to try and test again. She will... Um, Expand a reagent to um, uh, draw a line of salt on the ground to step over it. 
similar to the one before. She takes out her oil pot, pours it on herself, and sets herself on fire. She is bound and determined to kill herself. What does Groundhog do? <laughs> I was gonna say, he needs to fall in love now. An intense, endless pain. Don't drive angry. As you begin to burn. Meanwhile. Don't drive angry. Back at the bell tower. <laughs> The lantern bearer turns and says, I have tried this time and time again to escape, to leave, but we are all trapped, all of us. I suppose the good thing about this is it does simplify things. In what way? Well, instead of going, oh, what are we gonna do next? Oh, I, staying alive clearly we're not we're in some sort of bizarre purgatory then we just figure out how to get out of it yeah oh, i didn't say it was nice and be, simple right i didn't say it was going to be easy i said it was simple much different i'm gonna go to the window and look down you look far down at the bottom of where pipistrella would have fallen mm-hmm. there's nothing her body is not there. She's no not blood, there. Nothing. Immediately goes out the window next to you. <laughs> what the hell? She's spearing herself away or something? That doesn't... I don't know. She was out to kill herself. Well... Come on, come over and look. That's... Then I'm gonna walk back. As, what is, as, what is as Pipistrella's on? gone, the, the, the line of sand just the line, the line of salt kind of this blows way. away by an unseen wind. What's afoot here? The, what happened when you tried to kill the yourself? The lamplighter, or Darius, shakes his head. The first time this happened was in the aftermath of the death of Holy Mother Carmen. sought to leave. We know we could not go east with the teeth barred our way back into Islandor. So we tried to leave the city, but there was no way out. At least not for me. I told you, when you came into the city, it was something special, different never seen outsiders pass inside the city before. But you sick your spider creatures? I don't control these things. The These wretched things are cursed knights. Those who were buried and arose again in some some terrible curse that has been afflicted upon all of us. So why don't they attack you? I have, under, I have discovered the secret of Soma. What is it? I will say, that being told, every time I have been reborn, I have been changed. 
shaped differently. This is now the body I inhabit. Well, I believe this does change the conversation about, uh, well, <laughs> what, what is uh, inviting him back and all of that. I mean, it would stand to reason that anybody that we have found in this town is basically suffering from the same curse, correct? The only one who has understood what has happened is the Lightbringer. That is why so many come here to seek answers. He does not deign to visit the city. So, but we can pass beyond it, right? Brother, what's his name downstairs? Is he dead? Brother Walter? Sure. I don't truly know. I have seen some folk come and go. Some flesh rots, others simply disappear. For me, I awoke in the same place, I awoke in a different place than I had died. perished in my sick bed at my home and awoke here in the ruins of the temple. And he kind of peers back over the window. <laughs> through the window. With each reawakening, I have been changed. Physically or mentally? I have been cursed to this form and I am now bound to the bell tower. You can't leave the bell tower at all? I cannot leave the confines of the city. But I feel a compulsion to stay here. To call others. To show them their fate. Or at least some morsel of the truth. <laughs> alright, alright. But we did pass into the city, right? It's not, it's not uh, as if we woke, woke here. I'm getting the fuck out of this place. That's what I'm doing. Let's, let's leave. Let's leave the city. Just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. I'm okay. just I'm just up going. Oh. <laughs> Come on down. Okay. Can I scale down the wall to you guys? You begin to leave uh, the bell tower with the lamplighter behind. But back in Whoa, 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 wait. What's the secret? To pass beyond the throngs? Yeah. I can teach you the incantation if you wish to stay. It'll take some time, but what is time anyway at this point? I'm in. In for learning the incantation or in for crossing the place, city? At least Both. we can figure out how to hide from the husk. Mm-hmm. And why do the husk want to attack us? If everybody's if everybody's everybody's dead, what's the point? I don't think everyone is. There is parts of our soul that remain, at least for you. There is something unique about all of you, and when I saw you come into this city, I knew that something was going to change. Brother Walder, his spirit was on the threshold as well. Others like him, but none like yourselves. So none you like you. Jumped out that window right now. You would, you would just be reborn here. I think it's not something I, I. 
although I am trapped, I fret to think what else would happen to me, what else I'd be condemned for for a lifetime, if not in this ill, wretched form, what the custodian would have for me next. The custodian is your god? The gods are dead, but we are in her realm. I'm gonna lean into Tomah because he's a... Wait, he didn't try to cross the line. Maybe it's just me and her. There's no more line. That's the spirit. It's washed away by the wind. Maybe I'm cursed and you're not. <laughs> I'm not cursed. I wouldn't I'm count myself cursed. that lucky. <laughs> well, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not cursed, but is batshit crazy. We've been I'm just a, rolling I'm just together for years. A no, I know. There's no way you could have gotten cursed when you didn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. How long does it take to learn this thing? And are you really just setting us up for this Lord of Light come guy to come and fuck us even more than we already are? Because I don't trust you and your nine foot tall ass. I think that there is something greater for all of us in the near future. Greater? <laughs> You're ringing a bell to bring more people here to get tortured. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. You deserve every torture that happens to you later. <laughs> That's what I gotta say to you. Teach us the secret and as far as I'm concerned, jump out the window until you're 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 no more. Because all you're doing is hurting people. Which is why you could stop hurting people and start helping people. By teaching us how to combat these By guiding things. people who come to the bell tower towards us, by doing a number of different things. Yeah, that's Show what we were way. saying. Instead of paying penitence by infinite oblivion, why not actually do some work? Here's what we can do. That bell is calling from outside the city into the city. It's causing pain, it's causing suffering. The bell needs to go. That's my that's my ask. The bell needs to go. Is there a spill up there by the bell? Oh, right? yeah, just, 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 just climbed down. down. He, when the light bringer came and charged me with this task, it was an inexorable command, one that I could not ignore. I suspect that it's because it is the curse I am to bear here in Purgatory. But there is a strength, I feel, in what this bell tower represents to the Lightbringer. What does it have to do with destroying the bell? I have think you... he has some sort of hold over the custodian. Have mm. you tried to destroy the bell yet? Mm. I cannot. Why not? That is something I cannot, I cannot do. We can do it for you then. Let's do it. That's the Climb one thing you haven't there. tried. Let's do it. Maybe it'll break the curse. To bring the bell down would to would be to invite death to all of you. There'd be no way to do this without. He looks out the window. Another another passage. Let's do it. Me. Already dead. What's the matter? No, I don't think we should do it. I start scaling the wall. <laughs> Higher to give me the ropes. To get up to. The We're bell. already half dead right now. We're in purgatory. What if instead of breaking a curse, it ends 
our immortal lives right now. And as if, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be a party to this, I suggest you go down the stairs. The Lightbringer has a hold of the custodian right now. My sword's in hand. Do you think that? What do you think? I think that if this tower is important to uh, the Minister of Light, then we need to fuck with it heavily. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what I think. Let's do it. I say get I under mean, the if, bell. If, if he is a current stranglehold on this entire situation, as well as a god, then the only thing that we can do is start ruffling some feathers, what? make him uncomfortable, make, get him out of his if routine, Pepistrella do something. Took, if Pepistrella took the plunge, we'll do it too. I scream, I scream, get under the bell. But what if this makes the Lightbringer kill the Custodian for good and the gods really are dead? Yeah, we'll be dead by then anyway, it doesn't matter. Get under the bell! <laughs> I just love hearing, like, from a... T- <laughs> are we really just gonna kill ourselves? Yeah, I are we am. all going under the bell? Alright. Yeah. Under the bell. Here we go. <laughs> oh, God. Under the bell. We're all gonna end up in different places. <laughs> I'm gonna swing. Okay. <laughs> with, the, uh, with the sword? With the sword. Okay. And I'm like, and I do this little thing and I just go slow motion. It's the Spiriance. He's an absolute coward and jumps out at the last minute. That a baby. The, uh, the whole go tower anyway. comes crashing down <laughs> around all of you. Yes. The bell, the scaffolding, the tower collapses. So I fall too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And do I fall too? Everyone dies. <laughs> take the floor. Dies? Everyone dies. <laughs> yes. Now normally <laughs> that would be yeah. the end of the game. <laughs> normal. But we're not playing normal game. We're playing a Dan Fox game. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you all awaken in the darkness of a crypt. At first there is nothing but darkness, a cold black darkness. And then there is light, but the light is coming from, well, your friend burning on fire. At the far end of the crypt where you can see six sepulchers, the stone coffin still not opened, you find yourselves awaking at the foot of once again. In your hand, you have the sacred remnant you were born with. What's your sacred remnant? Did I write it down somewhere? It should be a card. It should be a card. It's a card. Go go with this one. I have my Pisarius red. What do you have, Tuan? Grave Digger Spade. Flamberge Egg. Hood of the Hangman. Benicia's Benicia's Ripple. Scales of Justice. So dope. in the darkness, you see that there's a stairwell that leads out, the same stairwell you had came out of into the Brass Paladin's Cathedral. <coughs> and at the foot of it is a man covered completely head to toe in bandages with one hand missing. Oh, and he wears the no. mask of a child. What? Oh, I thought it was going to be brother. Uh, is it brother? No. It's Simon the Small. Yeah, that's what I thought. All of you, so here's the new mechanic. You have no more fate points. Every time you perish, you gain a permanent chaos rank. Once you reach Whoa. 10 chaos ranks, the game ends. Oh, shit! <laughs> Wait, 
once one person No, gets... no, once anyone reaches the maximum of 10 chaos ranks, the game the game's for over. Your the game ends oh. for your character. Okay, okay. So I'm assuming that starts now, yes? Yes. Like, put one in, got you. Marker, please. What? Okay, so do I add to the permanent right here? Or do I just do number two? Just do number two. And then do mark it. So we don't start blank now. We mark go from where we're already at. Yeah. Mark it down, dude. <laughs> to Pistrell, there is darkness. Would you like a permanent marker? No, and there it. is light. Thank you. And the smell of burning ash fills your nostrils as you find yourself at the foot of the sepulcher holding permanent. your sacred remnant. That's number two. Yeah. Okay. I think just number one because you didn't know. I wanted to hold on to the mechanic until Okay. Um, you all look to one another, and there is a moment where you're not sure where you're at or who, who one another is, and then those memories start to quickly rush back to you. It's like a torrent of emotion and psyche, like it just fills your brain, your mind. As you remember the collapsing of the tower, the words of the lamplighter, your deaths. I'm gonna say, Pipistrella, you crazy bitch, you tried to kill me. Try. You should too. You should try to kill me. Do it now. You can't die. I will find die. a way. You've tried. I must, I must do so. Cut my head off. Cut my head no off one, right now. I'm the one no with one the good, good sword. No. No one killed Pipistrella. She's... Anyone have a torch? I'll do it again. Yeah, if this is going to be the thing that we're getting out of Pipistrella at this point, we might just need to head back over and see what we're doing with that bell tower. Somebody's... Speaking of tying, you can tie a noose. Oh, did you hear that groan, guys? Yeah, that's. What's that his Simon? Last name? Smalls, Smalls, right? Is that Smalls again? You see, Simon the Small, and at his side is his right hand person who had been studying underneath of him, um, a woman who you've come to know as. We're drawing a blank. Um, Alma the, no sorry, Beatrix the bookbinder. Mm. She's wearing, she's a young pale skinned woman with long dark hair and blue robes. One of the arms is covered completely in one of the sleeves and she has a tattoo beneath of her chin. Your first, your first passage, you hear Simon say. Is it? I mean, I remember this room from before. How many times? I'll cross this threshold. Perhaps twice. Perhaps more. I know when you first emerged from this place that there was something different. Like us. Like Beatrix and the others and I. So you all knew. You all knew that we were dead. I could not simply tell you. You would have to undergo the passage yourself to believe it. What happened to, uh... What happened to, uh... The, the, the people who helped protect us against the Black Paladin? Or the, the Brass Paladin? Are they dead dead? Are they coming back? Where are they? You remember the folk that were with Civil. The... Highway, the highwaymen. Yeah. And you saw what they looked like in the fight. 
Yeah, they were husks. They have passed, they have made the passage too many times. Their corporeal form now rots like the husks. So, number of uses. So you must kill me that many more times and then burn me. No. Is there a way to go? I cannot allow myself to live and follow her commandments. When I would allow yourself to live. When you weren't around, I can watch you. You missed some very important information about your very precious custodian. The Lightbringer has the custodian hostage right now. So your god has not left you. Your god is being tortured at the moment and you can reunite with her, but you have to stay alive for that. So you're really saving this god. I'm so sorry, Pepistrella. Simon says. You see him kind of slowly stand with the aid of Beatrix. There was no way to make you understand without experiencing the passage yourself. How many times have you been through this passage? Is that where you're falling apart? He looks to his limbs. I have made the passage nine times. I look him over. Does he look different from what he did the last time I saw him? Well, he's wrapped in bandages like he was before. If you remember, he was like, at one point, he was very infirmed inside Bastion, inside Moreau's home, and he passed on the Liberata leadership to you. Um, he still seems very frayed, but perhaps um, he's kind of mustering what final strength he may have to help to, to talk. Beatrix has a very calm look on her face as she places one hand on uh, on Simon the Small's underarm and lifts him to his feet and they begin to kind of walk toward you. I'm thinking about what the lamplighter said about how he was changed every time he awoke and I'm looking over my companions to see what differences there are. What's changed? Pull off my head immediately. <laughs> Physically. Well, that's a great question. What would you all describe as change since your first passage, Ooh. or your second? You may choose whatever whatever you think may have changed. Though we'll we'll talk about that at some point. I think outside the game, because not only do you gain a chaos ring, you also gain a new trait, and those traits will grow darker and darker until you finally are at ten chaos rings and you succumb to darkness. The passage. So. At this point, I, I kind so of... everyone looks a little different. Yeah, there's something there's something different about everyone, and maybe it's just the. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go full Twin Peaks on here. Right. Your hair's gonna turn completely white. Oh yeah. Cool. Maybe that's your distinguishing mark now. Yeah, that's the paradox. Maybe it's the, the discovery of that why everyone looks different. Confusion, anger, frustration. I'm gonna call it Twin Peaks. My purple birthmarks now actually have like an inflamed red to them, almost like the damn. My, uh, so my eyes look like, um, they're, they're stormy, but they have like, instead of just the pupil, they've got the like lightning shape coming out of it, black lightning shape, but now there's specks of red. Is it possible that they change with your emotions? Mm. Yeah. Like deep pools of yeah. darkness that 
change with your mood? The storminess. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got a permanent red after my passage. Uh, permanent red specs. The brass paladin was one of ours at one time. He fell victim to the curse. He too thought the light bringer could show him the truth. I told you that he had been following Bastion for seasons. It was not because he was our enemy, but because we kept him among ourselves. He was the mightiest of all of us, a mighty Mercadian knight. He fell. That was a long time ago. As you're telling this story, I walk over to Pipistrilla and I get between Pip and Suspirianzi and I slowly move Suspirianzi away from Pipistrilla with as a like a body block. Very casually though, not forcefully, just very <laughs> But then when you move into me, I notice that my skin is really sensitive now and it wasn't before I died. So I can feel immediately pain just from you bumping into me. Looking at uh, Simon, how how exactly did the brass paladin know? Try to make contact with the Minister of Light. What did he do to try and draw his attention? The first time he had passed, it was. There's a self-inflicted wound. That's when I noticed a darkness growing within him. A, a calling, I suppose you could say. It wouldn't be long thereafter, after his third passage, that he would make pilgrimage to the unnamed city where the bell tower was. In time, he returned to our camp and said that the Lightbringer has shown him the way, the way through all of this. So the Brass Paladin is, is able to come and go in the city and without. He nods. He was like you. His story is terrible but he is no more at least I think whatever happened to him in the fields we killed him cut down I don't know if we can't kill him but we killed him depending on how many times he's died he's dead or he's coming for us when he came to us we knew that there was no peace to be had, he brought with him a terrible weapon. One forged in the light of Lucius. A terrible shadow of something of another world. Not of a world that we know, but a dark mirror from where perhaps we came. Sorry, I was gonna. I was like, uh, Espy, you got something that sounds <laughs> like that Awkward. about your person. <laughs> I said before there is a mist, a fog, a something that prohibits us from moving beyond this realm. 
have been running for seasons. But when you, when we passed into the city, it's like the mist was parted. It was the first time that any of us could enter the city. It is a passage, it is a trek we have tried to make before, but to no avail. But after you joined us. How did you get back here so quickly? Passage. We heard the ringing at the bell in the city. We heard an echo across the nameless city, and we knew that you would be here. How long has it been? A week. Is the bell tower still destroyed? It no longer stands. Can't hear it. Good. You can remove your injuries. It's been a week to passage of time. <laughs> you can restore yourself to unharmed or restore yourself to unhindered. Alright. Hey. That was a nice bed rest. That's <laughs> the most violent bed rest. Uh, above like table question. Yeah. Do I get my brawn back? Yep. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. So, we brought the caravan back here. I thought it best that Beatrix and I come to welcome you back. The others were of mixed mind, but I am no longer their leader. Tama is. The caravan is yours. Bastion is yours. Our future is in your hands. So can we move back into the city? Or do we not know that you've left? If you can pass through the city, it's very well possible you can pass through the rest of the mist in this land find the light bringer, to find the answers we seek, how to leave this place. Told you, simple. <laughs> the gods are dead, but there is only one god who rules in this place, and that is the custodian, and her grasp of reality slips. She would not permit us to be as such. No. Simon, if you knew you'd return, why did you give up the rod? I am on my ninth passage. You're tired. My body is rotting. I will turn to dust. There'll be nothing left of me by the next season. Hear that your mind is in decline as well? I am sound enough, if only because, for now, if only because of Beatrix's poultices. But it will pass. I will need to come back to my bed. Right, so we know the Minister of Light does not stay in the city. We know that whatever this mist is, is preventing anything else from entering or exiting the city. This is all very, very profound in a way that I never knew I would live my life out like this. I can only imagine what everyone's thinking. And if you want to give up, I wouldn't hold it against you. Give up. As he looks towards Pipistrella. Know that though civil past, he is among us once again. That is why the highwayman brought him back to Bastion. Why he brought him back to the caravan. 
why they urge you not to bury him. He is back. You were part of that yet. Okay. Yeah, you had to came in yet. And I, you're talking to Pipistrilla. I get in front of, I get between you and Pipistrilla. Pipistrilla. What do you make of it all? Will you continue with us? I think it's easy. Fight for your god or give up and be a white bitch. Let her speak. That's it. If you could prove Clovis wrong that the gods are in fact not dead in Galeon, I mean, that's going to be fun to rub his nose in. <laughs> I stand up. I your, go from my squatting position to standing. Your mind is the most similar to mine. I think that's a compliment. I'll take it as one regardless. Well, it would only be if you would take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just see simple things in life. Can we kill this light thing? I hope so. Let's find out. I have prided myself on being able to admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> Go on. I was wrong when I tried to murder, when I did murder. Um, I forget. Brother Walter. You feel so repentant, don't you? Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Just be there was like a month ago. Well, that's the problem. It was a month ago that that happened. I was wrong with my judgment of Brother Walter. Do you have anything else to say? I wish you would have killed me first. You didn't really give her much of a chance. I didn't give you a chance. That is correct. What he said. And what about the judgment that you cast on me? <laughs> the sort of judgment. What would you expect? When you tried to kill me, you just said you were wrong about Brother Walden. Were you not wrong about me too? Hmm. We will see what happens when she is saved. I put my hand up and say, let's go. I'm with you, Espy. Where do you profess that we go? You see it as Simon the Small begins to move and Beatrix holds him up. I was wrong. We have assembled the caravans, Lord Tamar. Tamar kind of shakes his head. Shakes his head. Runs his hand over the rod of leadership. All right, let's head towards the edge of the mist to see what so, happens. Uh, it's at that moment that she said she was wrong and she extended her hand and she took it. And you all see that uh, Pipistrella, who's like all 20 something, has liver spots on her hands. Ooh. Terrible fate. We know how to break the cycle. Do you know how to break the cycle? I... Do you know where this light person is? I'm not giving him a title, Lord. I'm sorry. He doesn't get to... This minister, Lord, he doesn't get any of that. Light person is what he is. Lord imagines. He... maintains a consortium of a sort. Minor... lordlings 
among the realm. I do not know where he holds, but I know that there is one that lives in a village that was once called Sodden, with a twin village called Poil. Are you familiar with him? Is he as despondent as the man with the big hat? She is not. She's like us. Ish. <laughs> we have come to call her the Witch of the Wood. She lives among the swamp. Most attempted to parlay, but she, like the Brass Paladin, is different. And she is a dyed-in-the-wool believer of this uh, uh, light fellow. Thank you, Clovis. I truly could not say. The paladin spoke of her. And that was after he had discovered the minister of... I'm sorry. Light guy's uh, particular, <laughs> particular truth and how he was going light to show person. you the way. Forgive me, there was much that I missed, but... Uh... You all said that this light guy um, has, ca guy. <laughs> has captured the custodian. That is what their uh, big yeah. brimmed half ran said. Yeah, the lantern bearer did say this. He also said he couldn't bring down the <laughs> the bell tower. And that's where the power of friendship comes in. <laughs> we redid it for him. That's exactly right. <laughs> so. I know that I wish to find this light guy and bring him to justice. Is, is that what you all were trying to convince me of when I was... When I was, uh... Despondent. We'll just move on from that. Yes. Despondent. We all get dark. We all go dark. Yeah. This will be your greatest purpose in your entire faithful life. Uh, my question we'll is... We'll see if it's enough. How far is it going to set us back that we have to come back here every time we wake up? How do we get we back? Come back here every time. I don't think. I don't plan on Difference taking any more passages. I can help it. Right? I just don't die. You, you can hear kind of a, a smile from beneath the metallic mask that like Simon wears, and he, he he simply says, "If there is an end to this." It will be with it will be with the minister, with Lucius Lightbringer, and the only way to him is through his lieutenants. The brass paladin is gone, but the witch of the woods is the only other that we know of that lives in the light of Lucius. Yes. <laughs> so what? So what was the deal with heading back to the city? What was the point of all that? To take out the big hat? No. I think they were just looking for a safe place because they've lost so many lives. We sought Haven. And I mentioned before we had tried to pass into the city, but we were unable to. But when you joined our when you joined Bastion, I knew there was something unique about all of you. The same feeling I got with the brass powder when he was still a man. It was with you we were able to pass beyond. I get it. We're special. <laughs> I've been special. We are being tested. Whether we want to acknowledge that or not. 
Alright, All right, let's play the game then. Beautiful. Let's uh, point me in the general direction of this particular swamp. Mm. Do we not want to figure out how to do the oh. hide from the husk? That might come in handy. Yeah. We, we killed him. Crossbow I'm also fingers that we very did. proficient so cool. in he wasn't on number nine. stars now. <laughs> Cross our fingers that we saved him. He looked pretty far gone to me. <laughs> that uh, may have been his last time. Yeah, yeah when when um, uh, Suspiria Odyssey mentions that you all killed him, uh, Pipistrella seems her mood seems to brighten a little bit. And the tower too. We as did that you, too. As you emerge from below in the in the in the crypt where you were interred. You come into the, the the warmth interior of an old temple. There are freestanding pillars everywhere, but the husks are gone. Oh. The great cathedral that once stood here has long since collapsed. You're on the same small uh, islet where you had come before, where you discovered the ruins of the church, but amid the pews are the folk of Bastion, the people you recognize. Interesting. Okay. Including civil. Well, guys. Now that you've stepped in the light, you, you notice the changes to Toma. His face is more gaunt and angular, and he, he still has his uh, you know ready ready smile, but his teeth look just a little bit sharper than they did before. <laughs> well, I forgive me. You see, little Puck Huck approach, this small, gnarly-looking man with a misshapen nose and two discolored eyes, wearing a Robin's blue egg cape mantle over his shoulders. I do declare, I think I finally find myself with among brethren. You saved me from that tree. I knew not how I ended up there, but here we are together. Let's hope that's not where you were born every time. Heavens, I hope not. <laughs> Again, Pardon our absence. As a general rule, I think we should all just avoid dying. Just personally. That's all I'm saying. Pardon our absence. We are indisposed. <laughs> the book binder explained that there was, uh, it was important for us to return, and Simon told us the story on the way here. I couldn't believe my eyes until well, you're standing here before me. Well, I wouldn't have believed it either. So, the rolled snake eyes. I know this. I may be a cleaner, but I don't want to go like like y'all did. Ugh. <laughs> Shutters. What's the matter with being a cleaner? Very dangerous. It's a very dangerous uh, path. Being a cleaner. Well, I look. I don't mean to brag or anything, but I got 137 notches on my belt. Oh my! He kind of puts he thumbs his kind of thick sausage-like fingers in his belt. He's a man who stands maybe four feet tall at best, four and a half feet maybe. <laughs> my first notch was here. All I had done before was punch somebody. With force. <laughs> well, I used to be a barmaid. 
taking a person's life is no trivial matter, but I don't know. After all this business, when y'all brought me into your camp, it's like something changed to me. I can't rightfully say what it is, but it's all very odd. In a positive way? In a what? In a positive way? In a confusing manner, I suppose. I don't roughly know what to make of it yet. Well, sounds like we're gonna fight somebody. We could use a cleaner. We're gonna kill a witch. Talk to a witch first. Get some information. They can kill a witch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we gotta know about the the light in the woods. Gotta go kill that thing. Step on top. I got stories about her! Or at least about the beast she keeps. Oh. <clears throat> Alright. Do you tell? Well, let's uh, get near this fire and warm up. I'm absolutely famished. It took us nearly a week to get here. Yeah. We know. <laughs> you joined around the fires um, with the rest of Bastion. You recognize uh, everyone you had met before. Gretel the Fletcher, the woman with striking silver eyes, the androgynous woman that, um, with the undercut, who is the one who initially scouted out um, the city, the unnamed city, the one that you have a close relationship with, um, Clovis. Stahl the Kettlesmith, the man with the fiery red temperature and the deep southern accent, the man who dug through the undercrop for you to lead you to the bell tower. Stahl. Harlem the Oxmaster with the half Venetian mask. Huck Huck, the man you're talking to now. Sybil, the arms master? The old, aged arms master with graying hair. But where there was once hair, there's this now mottled skin. And he, like his highwayman, now wears a scarf over his face with only his eyes to show beneath. He no longer requires his cane to walk. He got one more turn, then. All of the apothecary, the dark-skinned Shiavran woman who wears no mask. Beatrix, the bookbinder, the right-hand person of Simon, his caretaker, as well as a librarian of a sort. Yeah, because she helped us whenever we were researching the Undercroft thing. That's right. And then, of course, because of course he would be here. I mean, how could he not? Oh, tall guy. Among the broken trees the flock of crows you hear franklin say as he's flapping his wings and he comes over and he settles upon pipistrella's shoulder so uh yes that's it happened to you too apparently it's something we all go through well you know me and the boys (laughs) oh you too I've been shot at. I've been eaten. I've been thrown halfway through a yard at one point. Uh, half drowned in a river. Weren't you squished once? You can't hear him. Oh, that's right. Frankly, it only sounds right. like a like a like a crow calling to everyone else except for Pipistrella. Except, that's right. That's right. Okay. I've forgotten. I've forgotten. And remember, this is the one we were following for a while yeah. for leadership. Right. <laughs> oh, how dreadful. Oh. Well, surely after going through all that, 
Uh, some blueberries, I remember. I wouldn't begrudge a blueberry into the pit. <laughs> Look, I know it's How weird. She has these blueberries. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know it's weird, and Franklin is like rubbing his head underneath Pipistrella's cheek. Trust me, you kind of get used to it after a while. Uh, yeah, so uh, she's. I. I did not. I wasn't going to accept it, um, but somehow or another, someone gave me a bit of hope as uh, she looks around a few people around her. Hope. Sure. A murder of crows, of course, is amid the, the, the leaf bare trees, and Pipistrella continues talking to this bla single black raven that's underneath and kind of rubbing, his fa rubbing its face underneath her chin as you collect around the fires and there's kind of like a moment where everyone's kind of sees you emerge and there's a knowingness as they kind of join your company. You feel a familial bond between these seven people and the six of you. Do we know how we, each person is ticked off? Not at this point, no. Okay. They probably have their own individual stories, which you can certainly explore as time goes on. But you do know that Simon, as he is rotting, has said he is near his end. Quickly raise a glass to stall then. Be like, hey, uh, thanks, thanks for your help in the undercroft. I know that's not necessarily what you're looking to do, but we needed it. Well, you know, shit went sideways, and uh, <laughs> here we are. You're almost as naked as the day you're born. In a metaphorical sense, I suppose, souls laid bare before the custodian and all with the, with the passage. As I went through it, too. How'd you die? Well, that's a sad story. Hmm. Most, of, most of my undoing, my own ignorance. I got... I got... I got horse kipped. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up. <laughs> oh my god. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and I woke up, and right then there was Simon, was Lord Simon, but he was different back in those days. He wasn't, uh, well, sick as he was now. He told me the whole thing. Didn't blame him, of course. Then I got one up and got stabbed by the brass paladin. And when I awoke, just as you did, I knew it to be true. As stories are being told, I'm just kind of naturally walking around the outer rim of everybody, uh -huh. looking out just on alert. Yeah. No, don't interrupt. She, she's talking to the crowd. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta be that way? Hello! <laughs> so... Who knew about the witch? Well, I heard them hold a bunch, a bunch of malarkey out of... Are you talking to Stahl still? I don't care whoever knows oh. about the witch. Yeah, it was little Puck Huck. Puck Huck said he was... Had a beast. Oh, that uh, beast among the... Among the swamps. <laughs> That's an interesting story. Maybe we can uh, 
break our fast and I can take my constitutional, then we can talk a little bit more about it. That's where we're going to take a quick break. That's pretty good. <laughs> so no, we, we no. pick back up inside the, the remnants <laughs> yes. of the cathedral where you began in the first game episode session. Um, and you're there with all of Bastion. Uh, everything has been brought back, and they have also brought back with them their forge, their tools, everything that you would have would have had access to back in the manor. You don't have access to here as well. Um, Beatrix has taken the books and loaded them into her caravan. Caravan, excuse me. Uh, they have also managed to uh, scavenge the coach that you had in Bastion that was broken down. Um, outfitted also with horses, so you have your own coach to go by now. Hmm. Nice. Damn, we just moved up. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's an immediate tier. I mean, not only is it like a mechanical important thing, it was narratively important too. So you had, since you have everything you had there, um, save for Brother Walder. Oh. Oh. He's your apiarist. He would have been, but whatever. Um, he did. He got Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he could be, be. dead. So, Harlan, the Oxmaster, uh, has gathered everything, and they will depart whenever you are all ready, whatever you wish to do from here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ask, is it Stahl, uh, if he has a, a, a shield for me to go ahead and have with me for the adventure? Yep. Uh, what kind of shield do you want? Think, I think we had a brass shield. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I've already. Shield, I thought you already. Bronze shield. I have one. Bronze sorry, yeah. sorry. They Maybe can uh, make your your uh, munitions plate fitted now as well, Lord Tomas, so you don't have to uh, wear ill-fitted armor because that cool. doubles the addition, <laughs> doubles the encumbrance, which would be twelve into that point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is working for me as she's never really gotten quite a very good grasp on the hunting bow. Um, You're better with your fists, Pip. Uh, yeah, except for it really hurts. It does hurt. So maybe we can fashion you a brass fist to put over your fist. We could just give you some nautical dusters. Uh, sure. Um, or you could use a staff. As long as as long as it's in my hands, I feel like I can do something with it. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm just far away, it doesn't feel right. You want to see the whites of their eyes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, essentially, I'm saying I've got no ranks and simple ranged <laughs> or martial ranged. And, and the fact that you shot one of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's, and, uh, to it's also fun, kind of narratively too, right? That's uh, I mean, we have a I, I would not. Punch, like I would not mind. Yeah. I would not mind being a ranged character if I had the stats to back it up. But uh, yeah, I'm just gonna hurt everyone else uh, in our group. <laughs> As opposed to the enemy. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> not the enemy. <laughs> unfortunately, you don't have the secret of Soma to pass beyond the husks without being noticed. <sighs> we didn't take the time on that one, did we? Oh, you need something greater. Oh, what? Just kidding. You oh! <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. Friendships? Um, no. Is, um, Friendship. The only thing Friendship. I would, 
potentially would like to do is victory over the yeah. talk to Sevil. Is that right? Sevil. Sevil. Yeah. So Sevil um, is the the sure. armsman. Um, yeah. He kind of imagine, if you would, like Deva Seaworth, but. Hell he's yeah. kind of an older looking gentleman. His hair has fallen out, however, and his, his skull is like half rotten. Um, as he has a now he wears a scarf over his face, but he has these bright, striking blue eyes. He used to walk on a cane, no longer though. Interesting. Um, mostly I'd just be interested in uh, getting a perhaps a uh, finer, longer blade. Oh, are you talking about from Stahl? Because he's he's the one who will fashion weapons and armor for you. Copy. Yes, Stahl. Yeah. Sorry. So anything that's on the simple melee or simple ranged list, you can have access to. Okay. Otherwise, cool. you must you must plunder. So that includes. And by the way, you can also have access to armor leading up to. Well, sorry, I should clarify this early. My apologies. Uh, you can have anything that's brigandine or below for armor. Okay. So if not, you wish it. Not martial melee. That's right. Melee. But you will convert one soma for every ten gold crowns. Never mind. Soma, guys. <clears throat> I, was, I was looking for a martial melee. Never mind. I will scrounge for that. Bad I will boy. be converting one soma. <laughs> yeah. So your economy now, will, in this case, will be in gold crowns or in soma. However, I think that you actually recovered some treasures money. at some point. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah we have a bobbles. Bobbles! Bobbleheads. Bobbles. I have bobbles. We got two bobbles. That's right. I, I have one soma to. I got some gold. Yep. Yeah, so one soma will be worth 10 crowns. In equivalent equivalent of 10 crowns in the book. Gotcha. So you can buy anything that's simple Dang. or martial. Uh, you can buy. You can't buy medicines yet. Um. You can't buy bandages. Oh, okay, so... <gasps> so Stahl may have martial melee weapons available if I can pay for it, or... You would need to scrounge it. Okay, gotcha. yeah. copy. Thank you. Um, I, you know what? I would say, actually, you could probably buy laudanum and, laudanum and smelling salts freely. Perfect. Okay. Because if we recall, like that's what um, Alma was working that's on. That's what Alma was doing, yeah. You know what? Actually, I think it actually makes sense to actually give you access to any medicine or poison, honestly, in the book. Just not bandages. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, as ironic, as weird as that sounds, like you will need to you will need to find honey. Yep. Still. Yep. But she'll have ample ample supply for now of of, of some drug, baby. And we um, have an apiary. No. You do not. You killed him. Or sorry. Where are the drugs? She's dead. All that honey was <laughs> in a crate. He's dead. Uh, so you had a bobble? Roll percent. Oh, no! How many, how many did you have? I just remembered that. Bobbles. Two bobbles. Maybe uh, go ahead and roll percent. Let's see what the first and second one is. Shit. Uh, we're like a week outside the city uh, at this point, yeah, I think. Yeah, well, we could still get 55. there. 55. <laughs> uh, a we'll wax bag containing two beheaded, gutted, and plucked Here. geese right. uh, covered in gold. Go on, go What's your second one? Floor, on this. You don't have to write that down. I'll tell you the values. I just thought it'd be fun to tell you what the bobble would look like. Interesting. And the second one is 18. A jar of rare mustard. Mm. Uh, a bobble uh, is worth um, 3d10 plus 3 brass pennies each. So it's a good roll and determine how many it's worth. Objects de art are worth 2d10 plus 2 silver shillings. And heirlooms are 1d10 plus 1, D10 plus one gold crowns. So, so what, we'll, what we'll probably do in the future is it's supposed to like saying, as an example, like picking and plucking how much everything may be worth. We're just going to classify it by baubles, objects to art, and heirlooms. Mm. 
Um, like we do in the in the back of the is why revised core rule book. We don't really so use this a lot so uh, for small players. If you ever want to know what it is, I have tables ranging up to three hundred for everything. Sweet. I also have values for gemstones. So we'll we'll cover some. We'll probably get more into that, which is something we haven't really done a lot of in previous games either. So if you want to turn in your calcified soma in exchange for things you may want to buy in the book, you can buy bucklers, wooden shields, brigandine and below for armor, or any simple melee or simple ranged weapons, ammunition, which poisons and medicine. Which book where? The red book. This one. This one here. You know, let's oh. include bandages in it too, because what page? it probably makes sense. Like why would they have lime but not honey? Right? Because you need so have it. opium to make other things too. Experience mm -hmm. what page? Um, seventy-two. Yep. So if you're looking for armor, you'd start on page sixty-nine. Wow. Hey, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, I don't oh, have any armor. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you can you can trade like I said, you can trade in your your calcified soma for this. Uh, because coins are a rarity, uh, it'll always come back to that. Because those things, Calcified Soma actually has, we know it has purpose in Bastion. You've already discovered some of its secrets, but there are other things to discover about it over time as well. Um, so I have three Soma. And I can do sim can spend simple melee Sweet. or martial melee? Simple melee or simple ranged. So, or simple ranged, gotcha. Okay. I'm going to do, uh, if, if I could, then I'm going to buy leather armor mm -hmm. for 20 gold. And then a metal shield for three gold. Darkness. Twenty-three gold total. What is the shield actually? You can do wooden shields and bucklers, but not metal shields. What is the wood? Can't what do. does the shield give you? Well, it depends on a metal. So, actually, you know, you can do metal shields. Why not? Sure, that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Way. So shields, depending on the type of shield, it gives you defensive, uh, which is plus ten to parry. Some give you defensive and light which is plus one to damage when held off the offhand. Some also give you protective, which allows you to parry ranged weapons, like arrows and bolts. Okay. Jinx. Betcha. Uh, yeah, so metal shield is okay? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You said we had bobbles to some as well? Yeah, I already converted them. Okay, so and converted them and someone else spent it? It's 28 brass pennies worth of bobbles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm leaving it here if we need it later, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, you can find yeah. medicine and poisons on page 66 if you want to know exactly what they do. The prices are on 65. This is going to be... Basically, nothing. Why am I not... What do you... Tim, what do you have for armor? Brigandine. Oh, that's right, yeah. Is the man-at-arms yeah. in this book? And you gave me the Zoyander. I was. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I you don't need the It's so iconic. Yeah. And to be fair, <laughs> in the starter kit, which is now on Amazon for pre-order, uh, the cell sword begins with the Zoyander. Do they really? Yeah. Nice. Very cool. They have value. For those who are watching, <laughs> the Zoyander starter kit is now. Sorry. <laughs> It has a hologram on this Y-Hinder logo. I see that. That's a first-time player. No, it's, you know, you, this is this is no joke. This is 100% true. This box weighs 666 ounces. That was not intentional. It just turned out that way. Oh, I'm not that's even awesome. kidding. It's, so four, it's like 4.12 pounds. So we're going to talk more about darkness because we've, we've talked a lot about darkness. Light? Go, please take them away from me. Oh, no. I'm a darkness. 
inside of me. <laughs> Can I buy some tobacco and bandages? Sure, yeah. So, tobacco gives you plus 10 base, gives plus 10% to charm, intimidate, and rumor test for an hour. But if you suffer stress, fear, or terror within 24 hours, you have to take more tobacco or gain three corruption. You know, because oh. you get stressed out at work, you have to smoke. Oh, yeah. You form addictions. It's good to show people it's not. But you look cool whenever you smoke cigarettes. So you get plus 10 charm, plus 10 intimidate, because everybody who smokes is a badass. <laughs> and plus 10 rumor, because you go outside to smoke. And oh, chit chat. Oh, smart. That's why it has plus 10 to all three of those skills. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pick up some of that as well. So I'm that not I can saying there's a drug based economy in Zwinder, but I am saying there's a drug based economy in Zwinder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need to actually pick up some tobacco as well so I can keep using my true detective. Uh, can you use tobacco for true detective? It's considered poison. Oh, if, now, I will clarify something. Stronger it is, the better you're. The stronger, exactly, the stronger the poison, the more likely you are to succeed that Shut test. up. Yeah. I'll be dang. That's awesome. So cool. if you took opium. Oh my it, god. You fall unconscious <laughs> for an hour. That's what its effects are. So if you took opium, your chances would likely be trivial scrutinized test for true detective. Gotcha. But if you took other drugs, like, and we just kind of ju judge it on a case-by-case -case basis, but tobacco's like the easiest drug you get a hold of, so like its chances are a little more difficult to provoke your your, your true detective ability. But it's also not completely destroying everything That's immediately. Right. But to gotcha. Tim's point, like the stronger the, the stronger the drug you take, the more likely you are to succeed at that task. Really interesting. That's yeah, awesome. It was, Good to know. I, I kept very strong drugs when I was... The alchemists of the Zweihander world have not discovered methamphetamine yet. Cool. That's fine. Let's, let's give them some years to catch up. That's fine. There's, there's no go game. You can't be Sherlock Holmes. No. There might be. Uh, in, it'll be in Radiator. Yeah. <laughs> What's an S-talk? That's a uh, long, slender sword that's used for... Yeah, well, it's, there's no description oh, inside this book, okay. no. But it is stock, I think, is it, is it adaptable? Is that what the quality is on it? Adaptable and finesse. Yeah, so it's, imagine like a long two, like a long one or two-handed, like, rare, uh, fencing weapon, but it actually is sharp. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Along the whole edge. Uh, yeah. I just got looked it up. Perfect weapon cool. for me. Oh, yeah? What'd you yeah. get? A farming implement. Oh, nice. What do you have? What is it? Take a, a guess. A scythe? Yes. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> perfect. Shh, shh, shh. That's right. <laughs> I thought you were Reaping themselves. All right, no, I mean, all my characters. All my, it's like, that's a tired old. Yeah, I'm ready to ready to try some other things for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we'll just, we'll wrap the session for tonight. So uh, what you'll do is we are going to, we still have to roll corruption that still exists. No, I don't think, no. did anyone gain corruption though? I don't think anyone did. No. no. So you can move one step to order or chaos ranks. It's up to you. But these well, ranks are not permanent. Keep that in mind. Right. Um, I will say a quick point of clarification. Because I think it's unfair to strip away your fate points and I give you something for it. Convert those fate points into permanent order ranks. Oh, yeah, that's new. So uh, use that black pen to mark it permanent. What's that? Uh, what if I just gained yeah. another fate point? Uh, convert into a order rank. Oh, okay. Permanent order yeah. rank. So in the future, you'll convert your fate points into order ranks, or you could choose to offset a permanent chaos rank if you want. Gotcha. So 
what do fate points do now? Like what? Once you get to the top of order, what there's does no that do? point of fate. At this point, it's going to strip away chaos ranks, probably, or we can turn it into new traits okay. and abilities. Uh, we need to probably dive into Mongoosh to find out a little bit more what we can do with those things. But we'll um, we'll figure it out between no, sessions. I, um, I don't have an easy answer to that right now. I just have an answer for how we're going to handle character death at this point. We got a I mean, dry erase. Yeah. First, I would have to actually. Get a fake point for us to actually worry about that <laughs> in the first yeah, place. That's <laughs> point. So uh, we'll start. We'll go around the table and talk about character perspectives. But uh, I would say be sure to give yourself in, in a free unlock in your new profession. Oh, yes. uh, we'll go through yours here just briefly, Sarah. Um, so starting with a spell, let's talk about next session. Um, I um, I felt really, really protective of Pip. Um, but I also felt... When I was up near the bell, I was just really ready, and it was really hard for me to not just act without thinking. Mm -hmm. So, um, Espilicent was having to really restrain herself uh, in that moment, <laughs> because I just wanted to... I wanted to do it. I was on... I was kind of on the side of, of uh, Clovis, and was just ready to do it, but I, I was holding on to it. But then after the Pipistrilla incident, I felt immediately like my focus has shifted and I felt the need to kind of protect her. Cool. Okay. What about Lord Tama? <laughs> Lord Tama. <laughs> uh, so Lord Tama was of the mind, much like Clovis, and that he wanted to just get this thing kill this the, the big hat man he he had a feeling it was if we didn't kill him it would bite him in, bite us in the ass at some point um, so once the whole tomfoolery happened with the salt and everything and uh pipistrello jumping out the window it just seemed that everything that big hat had been doing um, I'm gonna keep calling him that. Everything that Big Hat had been doing, like, hadn't done anything. Like, he was like falling more and more into the uh, raccoon trap or whatever. You know, nothing he he had done had like furthered the cause. Um, so, I was just like, we got to do something different. We got to do something new just to see what happens. Um, so that's kind of why I kind of insisted that we uh, we had to take this bell down. I, and and from the beginning, I wanted to climb the bell tower, see what was there, and it was my intention in the end to bring the bell tower down at some point. So mission I fucking accomplished. Yeah, that's what I say. mission accomplished, right? Power friendship. Right. What about for uh, what about for Clovis? Well, I'm on the aircraft carrier with a banner. Because I wanted to burn the thing down. The <laughs> so I like how we agree we agree with each other, but like I'm like slightly, I'm slightly more patient. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not in totally slightly extremes. more slightly more curious, I guess. Which fits in because that's my order. I think the one thing Clovis learned is that maybe Tama and him are kind of a little, maybe too gung ho, and that 
Maybe these, maybe this, it's everyone this side of the, the table's uh, a little more, uh, the reserve. Two thirds. This side of the table. Reserve side of the table, yeah, she had crazy pants. <laughs> did not, what? normally she's reserved, what are you talking That's about? Right. This side of the table and their reserved nature might, might benefit us at some point. Perfectly put together all the time. Uh, until today. Yeah. <laughs> no, until like a couple of sessions ago. We should yeah. start to lose it then. What about Suspiriyansi? Um, you know, Suspiriyansi was just being her normal selfish self. Like, <laughs> you know, um, Pipistrella takes her gods and her customs very serious and once Suspiriansi felt it a threat to what she wanted to do, then she was very cruel, which is one of her alignments, to Pipistrella, leading her to commit suicide. <laughs> so I think like Suspiriansi is just the ultimate high school mean girl at this point. <laughs> she really is. I know. <laughs> I, I'm gonna come to Adam last, but let's move next to Guillaume. Oh. On, uh, Guillaume, oddly enough, feels a slight sense of relief and kind of just uh, renewed fervor more than anything. Um, Dying didn't really, for some reason, didn't really scare him. Didn't really like hit him too particularly hard. What really hit him very hard was the fact that kind of the path in front of him is a lot more clear now, and the understanding of what what he is standing in makes it that much simpler for him to go to the next task. Because he's just very eight, like point A to point B dude. Like, that's what he wants to do, and he wants to study point B as hard as he can, <laughs> and then move on to the thing. So, like, now that he has, like, this kind of very clear direction, simple, not easy, direction, <laughs> then, um, no, he's, he's just excited and ready to go, and more so than anything now, just wants to keep this group close. Uh, and is now, although at most times in this entire game, has been probably closest to Pipistrella, is now a little on the fence with Pip. <laughs> Now a little on the fence. Now? Not after the Hell no. No. Just Actually, now. no. Now. <laughs> she killed an innocent man. Yeah. That's, that's where it, like, that's oh, where it okay. started. Yeah, 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 that was very much when it started for you. And, and then she took a flat. Yeah, way. and then she, then she did the thing for sus and then jumped out of a window. I was like, what is... Please, Pip, let's take it down to a two. You're at like a 12? No, it's over two. And also set herself on fire. And then set herself on fire. Okay. And then asked her friends to kill her. So yeah, that, that was like... By beheading. Uh, <laughs> no, like, Yom's doing great, man. As soon as I saw a mental health that. reaction, and I just great. felt... So what else? What up, Pipistrella? Beautiful, yeah. Well, uh, Pipistrella, like, absolutely had her world shaken. Uh, her faith was called into question and like I decided to play it the type of like there is no way that the faith could have been called into question so if yeah. if like that's it then how does a person like that resolve it and that is to follow the faith to a T and you know um, the first person to um, you know she should lead by example in, right, a, weird, right. in a weird like um, super rationalizing way yeah, and so it was like, okay, well, then, you know, I need to live by uh, the judgment I had given to other people. And so, um, yeah, sh that, that, that whole shock of Sus uh, Suspiriansi being um, her modesty in her mind was like, oh, shit, you know, this is like too much. I need to um, cleanse this in the name of the custodian. And then... 
realizing that she herself was this abomination because that's the words used in some of the writings uh. about uh, the undead is that she was an abomination so she immediately knew exactly what to do <laughs> and that was to um, uh, give her her soul back to the custodian whether or not there was any reward yeah you know? um, so then uh, to wake up have it denied and like Adam's sitting here thinking how do I justify this there's not really any way to do it so yeah set she would set herself on fire <laughs> and then she would see other people and you know it, at that moment it was like okay do i fight them all or do i just um plead with the one person who's most likely to um <laughs> i'll give it to you casually and uh so you know she was like well she's going through the superstitions too like she tried just killing herself no, that didn't work. Okay, fire. <laughs> and then the next superstition was cut off the head. And if that didn't work, it would have been a stake through the heart. It would have been all of those things. Let's just yeah. cover everything. Yeah. <laughs> Holy water, throw me in the river. Um, yeah. But then her savior, in somebody that she did not expect to be her savior, came through and told her, you can save your God. And immediately, all of that religion came back to where she could um, still accept it um, and so was immediately okay with having a holy quest to save her God yeah. the comfort of the comfort of your faith yeah 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 um, and uh, went back to kind of slightly being her old self. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's going to have other effects. I don't think the yeah. table's itself yeah. after what happened. No. <laughs> so that was an exorcist head-turning. Um, Michelle used to be the person who couldn't climb through a window, and then she just went on a murderous <laughs> rampage. <laughs> Is it self-murder? Is that murder? Uh, oh. She tried to kill she... Suspiriansi. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. She tried. She cast a, turn, it's a new spell, your turn on dead spell. You just yeah, I just got, got it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lesser spell instead of 1d10 plus willpower it's 2d10 yeah that's why I was like oh <laughs> when, I, when I rolled what I did because I rolled a 15 and yeah. it ended up being 22 yeah it's just uh, crazy but uh, fortunately I didn't well I guess if I'd have killed you it wouldn't have mattered right but we all would have found out <laughs> through my death that you, you come back everyone would have found out one way or the other yeah. like and, and, and honestly I didn't know it was going to happen tonight. I didn't know if this would be the night I would kind of give the reveal. I've been trying. That's why the first fight you had, the brass pound, I was like, oh, they're definitely going to talk to the brass pound. Nope, just fine. And then I was like, maybe there's an opportunity here at the lamp with the with the lamp with the lamp lighter. Yeah. And I tried to kind of feed morsels of, of just kind of some things along the way. But I think it's like a, there's a, I was listening to a video today by Sly Forge. It's this professional GM and he's talking about how they conducted an experiment in like 1973 where somebody would tap a story with their foot and the other person had to guess what the song is. They were, they were popular melodies on the radio mm. and nobody can typically pick it up, right? It was like, it was a high failure rate. You couldn't always guess what the song was. Sometimes it like you wouldn't know what song that is. But yeah, we, yeah. but not everybody may. Yeah, it's a generational yeah. thing. So sure. he was talking about how like a, a good game master sometimes can't be, you can't be sparing 
uh, sometimes you have to tell players what's actually happening. Um, because I, what's in my head, you know, seems, oh yeah, it's super methodical, but the stuff that comes out in play, you're going to read it differently. Sure. So I was like, this is this has got to be the moment. This has got to be the moment to tell them, tonight's the night. Um, I wasn't, I didn't think it happened tonight, but it happened that way, so... Um, it's kind of perfect with the Vistrella's death, right? Yeah. It really worked I mean, out. we also got a trifecta of kills here, guys. We killed the Shade, we killed the Spider. We killed, <laughs> oh my god. We killed, we killed big ourselves. Hat, we they, killed Big Hat They guy. call it a hat trick, I think. <laughs> trifecta. Literally a hat trick. trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a hat trick because if you of can't, hat If guy. I can't have that hat, no one no can. No one will. <laughs> so, next session, we'll continue with the Damned because you are, in fact... Damn. Yeah, let's go. And title card session. <laughs> See y'all later. Bye. 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 Hey there, viewers. If you like what you're seeing, take the next step. Head on over to our Patreon, where we create content for Zweihander and other games. Just go to GrimAndPerilous.com and click on the Patreon button. Thanks.